Ramble. All right. Uh, so before we get started, just a reminder: there's no guilt, there's no arguing in guilty pleasures. <laughs> as a rule, please keep that in. As a rule, please as a rule, keep that a in. Rule, it's a rule. <laughs> keep it in. Honestly, keep this is the first in. time where I feel like that's pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to have differing opinions, but you're not. But you can't argue. directly to someone's face say you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's fucking do this. Yo, Ash, open the door, my king. Ash, open the put 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 up put up put put up put up. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures, the special Euphoria episode. It's Sunday night, the the evening before you're hearing this. We stayed up late to watch the Euphoria season two finale so we could get it to you fast. Uh, We've got Miles in the studio. Howdy, Miles. We've got Kelsey joining over Zoom. Because my boyfriend had COVID. Ooh, and you're feeling good. And you're looking good. Fine. You got the full euphoria makeup. I well, know. baby, we're doing euphoria. I'm here to show up, show out. Let's go. And, <laughs> and we've got Maggie B in the studio with Bowie Yay. on her lap. Hello. Hey. I, I found out you guys were all watching it together, and I didn't want to watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you stepped up, because Garrick, unfortunately, had the wrong time zone in his calendar, so he didn't show up on time to record this episode. <laughs> he was, uh, we were like, hey, Garrick, you almost here? And he's like, oh, I'm two and a half two hours, hours away. away. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, well. I saw that text message, and I just went, ooh, ooh, like the way you do when you're in trouble in high school. You know, as the great Lexi Howard once said, the show must go on. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Um, this is going nice. to be a little bit of a slightly different episode, but probably not really. I mean, look, we're doing this real quick mm-hmm. night before, so... This is unedited, off the cuff. Miles, you normally do some heavy editing. Normally we edit, we, well, Kelsey's obviously the most edited host <laughs> that, of, of Second Try, but uh, we do, yeah, generally edit, but this Dang. will be more Brady Bunch style. Shots fired. A little bit looser. I'm going to try my very best to not talk, incriminate myself or anyone else while talking about the most incriminating show on teen television right now. We're going to get to one of the scenes, like, we're going to talk about what Ashtray did, and Kelsey's going to be like, well, who has hasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't shoot someone in high school uh, Lame. obviously Get should say uh, massive spoilers ahead I you know look my opinion is normally in the show it don't matter come for the ride hang out chill with your buds you're gonna have a good time whether you've seen the movie or not but we're talking about uh, something in the zeitgeist so if you do not want to be spoiled on euphoria season two mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here we'll see you Lame. next week lots of love Mwah, kisses mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> you've been warned we're in the spoiler zone uh <laughs> Guys, we just finished watching. I my head's a little, I'm a little rocked, and yeah. Um, yeah. we all kind of looked at each other and we said, uh, uh, and then <laughs> we said maybe let's digest, let's digest together live on the mm. pod. I don't really know where we want to begin. I, the the ending's the most on my mind, but I don't think that's where we should start. No, can I make a suggestion? Please, yeah, I'm begging please. you from all the way across the city over here in um, Hollywood. Why don't we? Each give a word of how we're feeling right now. Huh? That's really get yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. Can I start? Please. My word is blue bald. Uh, yeah, that's pretty perfect. That's pretty good. I'm feeling a little bit like I almost came. 
I was right fucking there. And then like my cat jumped on the bed and yeah. clawed the shit out of my back and really? hurt my feelings. <laughs> We've all been there. I mean, frankly, by this season, and I know that I'm in the minority here, I went on my, my IG mm. and I asked people what they've thought of this season. And it seems pretty positive. I personally feel betrayed. Uh, I, yeah. I feel a little let down mm-hmm. and um, we'll talk about it. But but okay, betrayed, betrayed in a way that's been very fun every week. Now I made it mm. sound sad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my word my word I think is um, concerned. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I I I feel as though something went awry. Yeah. I, I'm not quite sure mm. what happened. <laughs> yeah. I felt similarly. I'm very confused. That's a good word. Oh, yeah. confused as to where confused. all the storylines kind of went <laughs> and, where did they go and they just poofed how dare it was a it was a think piece okay it's like one of those art museums where you go and you're like oh, we paid all this money to go see this thing what is it, it looks like a piece of garbage anybody could have made it and you're like that's not the point it's more abstract than our plebeian brains could mm. understand of course see, so so i yeah i get that i definitely get the art museum thing with euphoria but my feeling is that euphoria is when you're staring at a piece at, at an art museum and you go, wow, it's so bold. It's so, so dangerous. And then someone goes and it's like, oh, excuse me. And you real, they throw away a cup and you realize you've been staring at a trash can. And, <laughs> yeah. and you go, oh, oh, that wasn't actually art. It's just surrounded by art. Euphoria is wow. beautiful. Oh, yeah. um, let's, let's just get the, the obvious out of the way. Sam Levinson. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's ever a good thing that we're all so familiar with the creator of this show. Sammy. By name. Yeah, we know him by name. <laughs> Samuel. Samuel. He knows how to shoot the fuck out of this show. And that is an absolute pleasure. But I think yeah. that there has been a, a a steady drumbeat this season that's been growing louder and louder, which is please, for the love of God, Sam Levinson, get a fucking writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> and the gall of this man to write this show all mm. by himself. Uh, it is quite outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, I I just am so confused about what happened, and I think this episode really solidified that like this is y- y- the first season was like, oh wow, this isn't just a show about cool teens. <laughs> no. And this which season, it is. which it is, and this season really solidified that it's up there with Thirteen Reasons Why oh. and, and Riverdale, and that. Don't be deceived. This is a show about cool teens who love guns, they love drugs, and they love to fuck hard. They love to fuck <laughs> hard. And I think that the show initially wanted you to think that it was Oscar or Emmy deserving. It's a 24 Miles, aesthetic, right? Be careful. And I careful. I think this slid a little closer. And by the way, I love 13 Reasons Why. I love Riverdale. I think that this slid a little closer to that where it was like, this is messy and it's about teens and there's... Not really like a deeper meaning. It was about Alexi's play. I had no idea that in the finale okay, okay, okay. we were going to revisit couple, Alexi's play. There, there, there was a couple of weeks ago, all of us in the group chat, the Trash Babies group chat, yeah. uh, sent around an article from the Daily Mail uh-huh. that came out about like all the drama happening on set, which I felt like gave a lot of insight into why this season was more an amalgamation of ideas and long running mm-hmm. shots rather than like complete storylines, which is Sam Levinson does not have a writer's room yeah. and he is basically rewriting scenes on set with input from the actors themselves. Now here's where I think he gets that right. These kids who are adults playing children really do 
emote and act the mm. fucking shit out of what it feels like to be a teen girl and experience mm-hmm. a teen love and angst. And I disagree with the people that say that it's glorifying drug use because this is Rue is fucking awful. Like she's yeah. a piece of shit. She's not having a good time. She's hitting rock bottom. She looks like ass. Like there's nothing good about her storyline. That being said, Wait, I, can, we, can we stay there for a second and then remember that? Oh, sure. Because yeah. Kelsey, you just pin. you just saved us. Because uh, I, okay. you've had like an hour to process this episode, and we're still <laughs> so like, what yeah. the fuck? You, I mean, yes, we need to talk about that. The cast of this show is exceptional, yeah, yes. and and I think that is why we all <laughs> love it so much, right? And and forgive all of its flaws because. This is like the generational talents and the next generation of talent on display. Mm. Zendaya, mm-hmm. Zendaya, 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 yeah. she's Michi, <laughs> I think it's and tech- every, of course yeah. she is Michi. And every week she gives another like all-time incredible performance. Oh yeah, and uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago? Her the episode that was all around her when she Holy was shit. running away from rehab, running like, just fucking outstanding yeah. stuff. And I think nominated for an Emmy, right? She was, and she will be again. I mean, she'll be nominated yeah. for every award for the rest of time for everything she appears in. Yeah. Yes. And I think because the casting is so good, because the actors are so good, we watch certain scenes and go, "Oh, there's more going on here." <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And and there's so many crazy theories that came out around this this show this season, and I think it was people. That, that were desperate to read into things, desperate oh, to yeah. find mm-hmm. plot where maybe there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, my, one of my favorites to, to say on that was the close up of, of an alarm clock that had like, I guess, like a nanny cam. And there were all these theories all over Twitter that was like, Maddie's yes. going to be sex trafficked. Everybody's watching, watching her. her. It was like, I think that was just like a shot of an alarm clock. And <laughs> With like there was a nothing. Polaroid filter on it. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh my God. Um, Okay, was and so I'm sorry. You were talking about the Daily Beast article. There was more in that. Oh, Is that where yes. you're going? Uh, I've shit. I forgot like the end of the sentence, but there was a lot left on the table in a way that I think people are going to walk away from this. People that aren't in the entertainment industry are going to mm. walk away from this like really mad feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people in the industry could be like, well, here's why X, Y, Z, like on the map, like the loops weren't closed. Like actors weren't given their full roles. <clears throat> Barbie Ferreira. Yeah, um, for sure. There was a lot of if like, you're listening politics. right now and you're like, I don't know. I watched last night and I feel like maybe I'm not smart enough to get it. I'm going to no. tell you, you are smart enough. Yeah. yeah. The show isn't smart enough to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, it did. It fucking fully rock hard. And Maggie, I wonder if you can agree with me on this. Although I know how different we are as humans. <laughs> the absolute pleasure of this season that they fucking nailed to the very fucking end that we got so on a silver platter was that of the Maddie and Cassie relationship. Oh my God. And yeah. the way that fucking high school girls are the worst people to themselves, to each other, to adults, to authority figures. Like every scene that came out of Maddie. Did you guys see my shirt, by the way? I'm yeah, you look to- fucking good. I was Fun trying shirt. to be Maddie. Um, <laughs> they nailed that fucking relationship to a cross, put it out. 
to see and lit it on fire and threw like bow and arrows at it. It was so perfect. Yes. Did yeah. anyone get that reference? <laughs> like a Viking funeral? Yeah, Viking funeral. Yeah, something like that. Now, Maggie, you got into beautiful. some crazy physical altercations in high school where oh, you yeah, two slammed your no. best friend's head against a brick wall. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, but I've never partaken in. <laughs> <laughs> You've never partaken. I've never partaken in a slamming of heads. Yeah. But. Who would you be on the Euphoria cast? And by the way, I'm curious for Zach and oh. Kelsey as well. Which which Euphoria cast member are you? We'll play a little quiz. <gasps> oh my God. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz happening <laughs> Can right I be the now. vape girl? She's my favorite. because <laughs> I, for, I forget yeah. that she's a character all the time. And then she just... <laughs> You are not thug life enough to be that girl. I yeah. hate to break it to you. Yeah. I feel like you want to be her. I'm, I'm obviously Maude Apatow. Like, You're I, well. Yeah. I think that my thoughts are so, yeah. so brilliant. I don't know. I also feel like you might be Cassie and Miles might be more the Maude. Oh. I was thinking I'm either Maude or Ethan. I really... really <laughs> I feel like Ethan You can be me. both. They yeah. can be both. I can Zach be is giving me major Cassie, like, I'm, I'm the main character vibe. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, on Cassie, so this season we got to see the joy of Cassie's season one plot line totally thrown away and disregarded. Where we left Cassie mm -hmm. in season one, she had yeah. just gotten out of an abortion clinic. Um, oh my god! Uh, yeah. And she was recovering. I, she was getting over her relationship with McCabe. Uh, McCabe, mm -hmm. yeah, not in the show anymore. That's cool. McCabe. He doesn't even or know McKay. why. Is, oh, it's is it McKay? It's McKay. I, McKay. I it was McKay. You know, weird choice that I would think that his name was McKay. Okay, there's a character <laughs> named Ashtray. Like, why are, right. why are we analyzing this? Fezco. Like, Fezco. Let's just move on. <laughs> so we got to see her fall in love with Nate. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. The oh. fight, hopefully. Well, the oh, fight and, fuck and yeah. just unbelievable gratuitous nudity uh, from mm. Sydney Sweeney. Uh, one of the other stories that came out a lot through this season was the ways in which she requested less nudity from the creator. Mm -hmm. And if mm. this, what we got was less, yeah. holy shit, how much was she supposed to be naked? Very surprising. Yeah. I will yeah. say, speaking of, Kelsey just mentioned it about the fight. I think that that first episode, I had such high hopes for the whole season. The first episode was incredible. Incredible first episode. That fight, I was like, holy shit, Fezco is experiencing joy. What's that like <laughs> for him? And I was so excited for the whole You're season. You're like the most interesting girl I've ever talked to. Yo, Ash! Oh, so cute. <laughs> no, don't. But it's too soon. I'm still recovering. Open the, open the door, Ash. But, uh, they should oh. cast him as Sylvester Stallone's son. Oh my God. No, you know, open the door, Ash, is the new hold on, hold on. Oh my God. I'm making that meme and putting it on Twitter later. Perfect. Thank Incredible. you. Incredible. Uh, get ready um, for I 33 say... retweets. <laughs> get ready for zero action on that on that euphoria game I'll, of Thrones. Man, this is doing numbers. I'll retweet it. I'll retweet it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> um, I will say though, as a bitch with a lot of rings on, the fight between Maddie and Cassie mm -hmm. did not go as far as I think we all wanted it to. 
I thought it was going to go a lot farther. Yeah. She did slam her head sort of into a brick wall and then open hand, open palm slapped her across the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We didn't get any hair pulling. We didn't get any closest punching. It was in front of a theater, which is... Wow. Yes. But when they got around the corner and they all ended up in the bathroom together where I thought such a nice like, what moment was when Maddie kind of gives this weird relationship of Nate and Cassie her blessing slash the friendship may be repaired when she says... It's just the beginning. Don't worry. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Did you you read that as them repairing? I didn't read read it that way. I huh. read it as Maddie saying like, "Bitch, I'd rather be you than me." And like, good fucking luck. I've already went through this shit. Oh, yeah. Because wow. my my huh. take is Maddie is actually more emotionally intelligent than we give her credit for. Like she, I agree. She yeah. has matured quicker than Cassie has. Cassie still coming into her own as main character whereas Maddie is gonna like she went through her abusive shit early she's like now she's gonna next season have a lot more like grown like she's not gonna spend her time like fighting over a boy next yeah. season she's gonna have some like real grown shit drama hopefully and I think that Alexa Demi is like maybe my favorite actor on the show I, I, I think I she's the fucking best. incredible mm-hmm. but I she also gave us pounding door oh my god I expected more she gave more. us eyeliner uh, she gave us eyeliner I was expecting more from that yeah. fight too though because Nate was sort of like she's gonna kill you she's gonna kill yeah. me she's <laughs> gonna kill you and I, yeah. I don't think we necessarily paid that off but well, and, there, and, yeah. and like the internet was ready for it, right? Like yeah. after the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. it, it was like, fuck that. We're over that. We're ready for Cassie versus Lexi or not Cassie versus Lexi. Maddie. Uh, Maddie. Cassie versus Maddie. Yeah. And we Bloody never, East. we never got that. I mean, and then like the shot in the bathroom, there are these moments where Sam Levinson is capable of this subtle brilliance, right? Yeah. So you have this long tracking shot. You see that Cassie's got her face cut up and then we go down and we see uh, that, that, she Maddie is icing her foot, yeah. her ankle with a Coca Cola. Not a broken nail in sight, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but you go like, oh, okay. They had a fight. She twisted her ankle. They had to, they had to stop. And that's like a really lovely shot. But that's not what I wanted. No, I wanted to see. I wanted it to become Fast Five. I wanted to see <laughs> The Rock versus Vin Diesel. I wanted to see yes. like Maddie throwing Cassie through a window. I wanted that yeah. first season, the first episode, Fezco Nate fight to yeah. be Cassie and Maddie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was gonna say I wanted like the FBI shootout level of Cassie and Maddie's yeah. scene. So two things that kind of confused me about the episode okay, and also well, the direction of the show. And, and by the way, I want to say, I want to preface this. I like the show. You I, love it. I, I love the show. I think that it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's a perfect show? No, but nothing is. And I, I, I still was telling Zach this before we started, but I don't have discerning taste on pretty much anything <laughs> I watch. I feel like I mostly like pretty much everything. And I, okay. and I, feel, I feel this way about Euphoria too, where it's like, is it perfect and this crystal of you know indie brilliance? And no, but it's really fun to watch and the actors yeah. are really good. It's shot very yeah. beautifully. It's yeah. shot very I've, pretty. I've had Zach like rewind takes. There's like this one shot where they're just like going up and there's a bunch of like telephone wires which objectively telephone wires are never never beautiful yeah and i was like wow that shot gorgeous go back yeah no it's so much regular plebeian person saying like wow that's pretty color they yeah use no it's, and it's i can appreciate incredible. that for i haven't people yeah, watching i don't film. have a, like a deep appreciation for film but i feel like 
they got me. Yeah. You do by proxy. And, yes. And so anyway, so the the thing that was a little confusing about me, the shootout thing I felt like about was, you? was, was, was about, <laughs> things about, oh my God, I'm discovering something about me. Um, the thing that's kind of confusing to me is the show posits that Rue and Lexi have this sort of, that that's the main focus. I wrote this yeah. down. Of the whole season. And I feel so like that's I. the least interesting part of the entire show to me is their like yeah. friendship. And Lexi as a character is just not what I go to euphoria for, but wrote, they really, really pushed it. Really glad the finale focused on what the fans have been demanding. <laughs> More Rue and Lexi. Yeah. It's just at no, at no point in the show has that been what I cared about. And frankly, right. Lexi kind of just seemed to be there to remind us of who Rue once was mm -hmm. and maybe mm -hmm. could be again. Mm -hmm. yeah. But mm -hmm. I don't really care. And not only no. did it, did the finale posit Rue Lexi as the most important relationship in yeah. the show, it fucking isn't. This whole <laughs> season made Lexi and Fez the main characters. Yeah, right. What? Oh, Fexy. Yeah. We're talking Fexy okay, hashtag, we stand. baby. We fucking stand. Obviously, yeah. we stand. We yeah. stand, but to not even get a fucking kiss. Yeah. No, not kiss even kiss. Lexi is that fucking prude. I'm sorry to say so. But yeah. like, they, they strung us on all season for Fexy and we were here for it and then we didn't we they I would argue though us I would, I would argue the show gave us something out. even more erotic mm. which is discussion of Little House on the Prairie yeah Ooh, oh my god girl, never seen it I was can't, melting uh, can't yeah. tell ya can't tell ya <laughs> but like seriously no one ever questioned Rue and Lexi's relationship like sh they were always there for each other it didn't matter how much time had passed they were always like each other's plan D and it always worked <laughs> so to see it like repaired in this beautiful moment I was like I don't care and it's not really earned and then I we the all we were so confused when it went back to the play and I was like did they just recreate that scene oh yeah play it okay play, we, I fucking hate this play we all had a had a in unison we went huh because yeah. <laughs> the play seemingly ends Rue calls Lexi on the yeah, phone right. says I loved your play it really moved me and allowed me to not hate myself and then we cut back to the play and yeah. we're still in the so so hold yeah. the fuck on are we to understand that Lexi wrote into her play Rue calling her on the no 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 not the future Rue calling her <laughs> on the phone the and yeah. saying that was exquisite <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. then they the all time jump. The end of Lexi's play is Rue telling her how good her play is, which is kind of like Sam Levinson making a play within the play to mm. tell us how brilliant his writing is. Yeah. Yes. And can we also agree that there were multiple moments that went on for too long this season? It felt like scenes mm. were dragged out for drag's sake. You One don't moment think in the particular. song that Thank Dominic Fike played was <laughs> long you. enough? Because I feel that like it could have done for another 10 minutes. Beautiful voice, gorgeous man to look at. That was about as hard to watch as in Camp Rock when Joe Jonas looked directly into Demi Lovato's eyes and sang at her for two and a half minutes. Yeah, oh. That made me feel feel uncomfortable. She sang the chorus like three times. It was really and then long. It was revealed that Zendaya and Labyrinth wrote that song together and I was like, now we're just stroking our own dicks. Yeah, that was you a know? lot. You know for a fact that Dominic was just playing that on set one day and Sam comes up to him and goes, Dominic, 
We must do, do this. That. Throw everyone throw today's scene away. Yeah. Forget what I've written. Dominic yep. will sing us a song. Yeah. And I'll we s- didn't even get like any wrap up with Dominic's character. No. What's it? Eli, yeah. Elijah, Emily, what's his name? Elliot. <laughs> Thank you. Elijah. We didn't yeah. even really get any wrap up. It was almost like he was a catalyst of of bad influence to bring Rue to a rock bottom, which I loved this season. We really got to see her hit a rock bottom, lose everything she loves. <laughs> but then it, it, him and fucking Jules didn't even stay together. So what, wait, wait, will, 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 does he even matter which for season three? So mad. It made me so he mad when Jules he got. He had to go down on Rue. That yeah. was his. That was his. That was a pretty yeah. hot scene, though. Pretty, and do you think that would that would work if, <laughs> if someone kind of made out with your hand and that said, scene was this pretty is hot. This yeah. is how I <laughs> how I would eat lie. you out. That was yeah. That was a hot. That was that a spicy scene. You, Miles. It I was just was hot like, because Whoa, they're this, adults. I don't know if I should be watching this. I was like, they're this adults is... doing that. If you were actually watching teens doing that, you would be, be like, horrified. Ah, I mean, that's one of the big problems of the show is that it's like the kids going to gym class and then fucking fucking so hard. I've never even seen anybody fuck that. I mean, you didn't go to school in Florida then because every guy thought they were fucking James Dean. Well, so another thing is that I was thinking about, I think that it's, and I hate to say this, but I think it's probably good that they put Ashray down. Uh, I mean, the kid, the kid has fucking problems, man. He's killed two people. He beat the shit out of Nate's dad. Like, Ashtray, or excuse me, Fesco does not have a hold on Ashtray. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Troy just came out of my fucking nose. I was not prepared, but I completely agree with you. I literally tweeted earlier. I don't think I've ever heard him speak one word. And boy, did I love that little fucker. I've seen him stab more people in the neck than I've heard words come out of his mouth. When when stabbing someone in the neck is your go-to move, we need to talk about Kevin. He was just cute and people fell in love with Fezco and the producers were like, we're keeping this bitch on. We're making him a fucking star. But we gotta we gotta do something. That'll get people. Yeah. Oh yeah, just fucking just What's that kid's name? Just fucking Ashtray. Ashtray. Poor, yeah, like, it was security. Yeah. He kept like he kept Fezco safe. Yeah, he was basically Did he? a dog. Because <laughs> Fezco was like, "Oh, there's clearly a wiretap," and Ashtray was like, "I'm gonna kill this." Guy. Oh, right, true. <laughs> you mean the feds are listening right now? Let me stab this guy in the neck. Arguably the least quiet way to murder someone. Yeah. Also, and poor Faye. <laughs> Ashtray. Shot Fez. He's just objective. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that is his saying. job. Yeah. So yeah. I think we all agree. Stay Rest in peace, kid. <laughs> uh, we're better Bye-bye. off without you. Yeah. Um, you were cute. You had face tats, and yeah. you're dead now. You know what I just realized? What? That means because Fezco lives. That means Fezco and fucking Cal are going to be in jail together next season. Ooh. That is so weird. That's... Right? Because so Cal is also going to jail. Okay, let's talk about Cal. So Cal uh, <laughs> went from like ultimate villain of the show yeah. to Sam Levinson saying, no, I will redeem him. I'll show you that he was just tortured, and that means that he is okay to videotape people without was their Was Cal yeah. worse than Nate? I don't know. Yes. Nate was pretty bad. Well, okay. Cal videotaped like hundreds of people. <laughs> Some of them were children. Secretly. Kelsey, what are you talking about? Okay, but uh, the but emotional to- terrorism... <laughs> 
that Nate pulled. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Nate's also a mod. In everyone's defense, this show made you just totally forgive and forget everything Cal did. Yeah. And it made yeah. you want to believe that. McSteamy. Whatever. Mm. Anyway. Mark Sloan. Um, <laughs> I want to say, so, so Cal, like two weeks ago, came out to his family. Yeah. And, and was finally ready after years and years of denial mm. was ready to to see himself as a as a as a complicated bisexual man yeah and now just two weeks later he's hanging out having an orgy with all of his gay friends and he, he seems mm. to have a supportive family of friends yeah the lgbt community is incredible yeah the way that they <laughs> help this man find himself so quickly yeah just, just beautiful so comfortable his in. queer liberation story <laughs> it was fast. right after it's like this guy fucked a kid right like we're why are we spending like you we're know ignoring that, that yeah we're gonna ignore that and then i i do like i love the euphoria sort of like mini sodes before the title rolls yeah uh, they're always fantastic and cal's was really good too but it's it was just, great it was really good, but I was like, why are we spending time with this character again? I yeah. don't know. I guess it's complicated. Yeah, and and the thing I hated about this episode, because I so fervently heard myself going, no, was that <laughs> when Nate decided to throw his dad, to be the one to throw his dad in jail after yeah. being a horrific person, there's no one in their right mind who watches the show that's going to feel bad for Nate. So, like, why did we even... What was the point of that? Mm. Yeah, right, because he's so evil. And actually, here's a clarifying question. So Nate gave Jules the tape of mm-hmm. the of Jules and Cal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and then he said, "This is the last copy. There's no more." Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Did Cal have sex with other teenagers? Because it seemed yes, like he, he did. Yeah. Is that confirmed? He said he said, uh, he said hundreds of underage girls. Oh, okay. That All was right. like in another episode, I think, that he was like, you like to fuck underage girls, so I'm going to tell people about it. Like, it was definitely not the only time. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I was confused, because I feel like initially he was just like, I didn't know, and that was whatever, he but I guess, yeah, right. He did say that. He's, Who fucking knows? Who knows, yeah. I wrote he's a lot in, of questions. Um, yeah. uh, I wrote questions before the episode to see, you know, because there was a lot, a lot of story <laughs> plots this season, and I wasn't confident that we would be able to pay them off. Um, so I'm just going to read the questions that I had coming into this episode, and we'll talk about them. Uh, the okay. first, what's going to happen with the suitcase? If you remember, oh uh, Rue had a suitcase full of drugs, <laughs> and she oh. didn't yeah. didn't pay what it back. Big, big blue um, ball. That big was blue a ball. significant uh, we had the big old suitcase. Introduction, introduction of a new character, Lori, uh, this very terrifying drug pin yeah. who, who implied that she would sell Rue to sex slavery mm-hmm. if if she didn't mm-hmm. pay back. Okay, so that question, the answer is absolutely nothing. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, Question two, what's going to happen when Rue finds out about Jules and Dominic Fike? I mean, that was a huge plot line, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the whole Mm -hmm. beginning of the season was this love triangle, and then Mm -hmm. Jules gets together Mm -hmm. with Dominic. What's going to happen when that finally comes out? Nothing, I guess. Blue bald. Yeah. Uh, why introduce Dominic Fike? <laughs> really thought that his his plot was going somewhere. Maybe I thought that he was going to OD and die, and that would help Bruce see the light. Oh, yeah. Um, nope. Okay. It turns out that we wanted to hear his song. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, I was going to say. Why He's was promoting Samantha, his EP. Why, <laughs> why was... I do like Dominic Fike. Why was yeah, Samantha yeah. filming Maddie? Who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going to happen with Lori? Who gives a fuck? Who's the third Jacobson son? Or was that a continuity error? Psh, who cares? They had a third son? Yeah. 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 That's the whole the whole conspiracy theory was that Ashtray was Cal's third son. Oh. But 
the timeline is off and the ages are wrong. So we kind of debunked that last week, but there is a third son and they're not telling us anything. So we still don't know. Mm. And then my my really one of my biggest questions is why abandon the voiceover cold opens? That yeah. was one of the <laughs> staples of Euphoria was you would the cold right. open. It was heavy VO and you would learn something about a character mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they stopped that halfway through. Um, and because they told that, us everything that they knew that they had written. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They only wrote six episodes. Well, and it just feels like the <laughs> yeah. show like forgot what. Who it like was. didn't even know wanted what it wanted to do anymore, mm. and I just find it so crazy yeah. that you have the final two episodes of a show where your two main characters, Rue and Jules, right? Like, do we agree they are the two main characters of the yeah, show? Yeah, I mean, there are others. Supposedly, but they yeah. sat in an audience and watched. Yeah. They did nothing. But I mean, writing one hundred and one is to make your protagonist active. They didn't do shit, and I just can't wrap my mind around it. I honestly and think they, that they could have... It, it, it almost would have been better to do one episode less and have the full last two episodes be the finale. And enough may have happened in there that I would have been satisfied. Because, like, there's just so little happened. And it's also, like, this play. Like, what's really going on here? Our life. An our life. <laughs> but, by the way, mm-hmm. one thing I did love was that moment in the show where they pan across the actors' faces in the play. Not Sorry, not in the show. In the play. Uh-huh. They've been across the cast's faces. And uh-huh. it really feels like Euphoria is a show about a theater troupe that changed <laughs> the world. <laughs> that is my high school experience. Yeah, right? like, same. But, but that's why this show so fucking weirdly like resonates so deeply to me because... We did have the kids who OD'd. We did have the guy, like the high schoolers bringing guns to school. We did, like, that was not a unique thing. And, like, on the weekend, there would be these fucking brawls between people, teeth Mm -hmm. out, like, the heads being in stitches. Like, we always had the, and it felt like the most climactic, dramatic fucking shit that will ever happen in your life. And that's because none of us had anything else to do except focus on each other. And I feel like this show really is so narcissistic in that (laughs) it truly is like, we are going to make fucking something out of nothing. Yeah. Did you guys feel I, um, throughout the season felt like I was watching disconnected shows like the Cassie Cassie, Maddie, that whole friend group, like, I loved that. And then whenever it went to Rue doing drug stuff, I'm like, great, this is a cool show. And they never intersected, really, except for Rue outing that Cassie was sleeping Mm -hmm. with Nate. But, like, those were separate shows. The plot lines didn't cross. Mm -hmm. Except the play. Kind of. Yeah, well, but obviously. <laughs> well, but then the play tried to make it seem like the five of them were this right. story, like yeah. the babysitter's fucking club, and it yeah. never really focused on female friendships as like yeah. a group that way. Yeah. It always were their separate lives kind of like hidden from each other, which like again, just to note. They basically wrote out Kat's entire fucking storyline. Mm-hmm. That's such a, such a cool... I would like to file a missing persons report yeah. for the character yeah. of Kat. Yep. Yeah. She became a style icon, plus size queen, social media, just like absolute baddie. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they gave her... Nothing. Nothing. I actually, so I watched, I started Euphoria after like episode 
four, after episode three of season two was out, I mm. finished the last four, three episodes of season one and then kept going and to season season two. And after watching Kat's conclusion to go right into season two, mm. I was oh, watching God. Barbie Ferreira being like, she's like one of my favorite new actresses. She's yeah. so good at like doing this sort of like, she's powerful, but she she's like a, not sure really sure what it is. She's a little embarrassed. She's a little grossed out by it. And then that finale where she's just like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I do like you. And that was so great. And then it just felt like what happened to her. By the way, her and so Sydney Sweeney, tea. her and Cassie are not friends. They've never spoken together yeah. on the show. Like <laughs> they're like this but group Kat of five and friends. Maddie. And it's like Sydney and Sydney and Cassie, or excuse me, Sydney. Cassie and Cassie Kat and are Kat. not friends. Yeah. They've never That's hung out. Such a good point. Yeah, drop Maybe the there's tea. like a weird fan theory where like Kat's actually like a invisible friend of Maddie's or something. <laughs> Anyway, the T supposedly is that Sam Levy, <laughs> our boy, the creator, director, yeah. writer, executive producer, showrunner, first AD, who fucking knows, does not <laughs> like. He actually uh, puppets all the actors as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's actually also much. the lead and he does yeah. every performance right. himself. It's he's kind of incredible. He's listed on you, Wikipedia and Google as an actor. So oh, I don't know. Um, him and Barbie Ferrer's, who plays Kat, apparently have major beef with each other. And yeah. she like stormed off set a couple times, which I think is a little bit like misogynistic to say, because how do we know he's not just like a nightmare to fucking work with? Right. And the T is that supposedly he like wrote out everything for her because he just didn't want to like have to deal with her. As I a had person. heard early in the season Ugh. that the the rumor was that the plot line was supposed to be about her uh being uh, having body image issues and Barbara Frere was like, this is crazy and goes totally against yeah. what my character was in season one. And then that was the fight. And then there were people like, no, that wasn't. It was a different thing. We don't know. Um, but people were so desperate, I think, to, to make sense of this. And right. as we've been talking about, like to say, no, 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 this was all purposeful and we'll all come together. That I saw that there were theories that emerged, including the idea... Um, that Kat no longer felt comfortable with her webcam business or sexuality because she found out that Ethan was one of the men she spoke to in season one. And this was based on a TikTok uh, that he was like the black screen guy in season one. But that's like, that's not hinted to anywhere in the show. No. And the fact that people <laughs> like were like, no, 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 this is really cool. This is what actually is going on. It just no. shows how... Desperate we are for something to have substance here because again we love the characters and the actors. I, I want better for them. Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited for season three. <laughs> so this is as soon as it ended. Miles goes that that was weird, right? And we all were kind of yeah. reeling from it. But I, I think you helped put it into perspective for me where <laughs> there's not a single plot that I'm looking forward to in season three. No. And I don't mean that in in the word means of like oh I'm I am jaded it has given me nothing to look forward to there's not a single plot cliffhanger yeah. it feels like everything has kind of been brought to an end tell me season three what happens what's it about okay I, you're I, gonna maybe drag me but it was giving me a little bit of candid competition vibes <laughs> she was like and for the rest of that summer, I stayed sober. Yo, and then she just totally. kind of like starts walking out in the distance. I was like, what? No, stop. Why? This is not oh how Euphoria fucking does its endings. I thought they but were going to hard like, cut to I'm her sorry. doing drugs. Yeah, they should. Kelsey, first uh, of all, drag you. That is the nicest and greatest thing anyone has ever said to <laughs> me. Yeah, I hear. I, I also was just, I mean, the season one finale had 
one of the most breathtaking final moments oh. of any show I've ever seen. The labyrinth song, the mm. buh, 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 and like she has that full dance number when she relapsed. Like that is, yeah, that elevated that show from good to holy shit. Mm-hmm. And you are right. This is like the most trite teen movie bullshit. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, I yeah, what. She it's, just it, walked into the parking lot yeah, to her fucking like, camera. Where's she going? First of all, and was that play happening in the middle of the day? That's like not how plays work at school <laughs> unless you're doing a, a Sunday matinee, which we did do once or twice. Yeah, actually, two anywhere. days. Two days on Sundays. It obviously. looks like days sunrise to me. So I think that the, that our life was so endless, <laughs> so long that it went into. And actually, rumor go has it that Lexi's play is still going on right now. Oh yeah. my so. god! It was the theater production budget. I know that was more of like a last week funny joke, but. <laughs> that play yeah, was a million shit. dollar budget. That set, Easy. the rotating set. I was yeah, no I, high school no in Los Angeles. No, no. that is that Broadway level. Yeah. I was Conrad Birdie in high school, buying my own dress <laughs> at a thrift shop where Conrad's trying to be like undercover. But <laughs> oh, yeah, no. but it, but yeah, the show. I just I do wonder if there was production con- like constraints, and maybe they'll say that. But it just it's almost like. I feel like something went wrong. It, it, it's like this couldn't yeah. have been Sam's vision. He couldn't no. have done this. Like the, the the dance number, the end of season one. Again, how could that be the end of season one? It's almost a meme. Like see yeah. that compared to Rue like standing in the parking lot. And cr- yeah. crazy. And at the end of the summer, <laughs> the world hadn't changed. I, I changed. changed. <laughs> I'm never like, going to get that out of my head. Yeah. It's true. Like we... We literally left off where Rue should be like being hunted by the fucking cartel, right? Yeah. Like her body should be like chopped up in a river somewhere and she just walked out of the high school parking lot. Like <laughs> we didn't wrap that up. We didn't get to see any of them react to Fezco and Ash Boy. We didn't get to see anyone find out about Cal and Nate putting Cal. Like we didn't get like I don't know how they're going to make up for this much stuff being yeah. left undone next season. And by the way, we don't get another season until 2024, y'all. Whoa. Wow. Will we even That's be too alive? long. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say something um, that I shouldn't say. Uh-oh. The show was be more careful. Fun. Miles has I to know. edit this. <laughs> the show's more fun with drugs. Yeah. Oh. This season, like this season was about... Like first season was, it was like you shouldn't be rooting for it, but you were. And when they took drugs, they had like the fucking crazy neon makeup. And like, I don't even remember the style this season. I don't remember the makeup, right? It, like yeah. first season was iconic. Look at what Kelsey's wearing. And and now she's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at you. You're iconic, girl. And now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I really want to watch a show about her trying to get sober because it's going to be sad and it's going to be yeah. hard and it's going to be drab looking because life mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're a teen. That's the truth. I don't know, man. You don't have, you can't afford spirally fucking acrylics the way Maddie had it when you're in high school. You, that's like that is rich true. girl shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was like the way they set up season one then season two, the, season one was like high school drama with like some very dark undertones, like very Florida relatability. Season two, we stepped it up a notch. We like went like a, a level higher. We got like FBI involved. Now we're talking like opiates. Like now we're, we've got girls with like insane lip injections. Like we've gone up the level, <laughs> oh right? Oh my God, like yeah, Season three, j- like it just has to be about like 
Lori trying to kill like Faye for trying to out her to the feds and then yeah like body snatching Rue and like the three like three or four of those high school girls trying to save her like there's no way they can step back down I feel like yeah right but I think they're misunderstanding what's fun about the show and it's like is it guns (laughs) (laughs) no it's not really guns (laughs) like this shootout there's so many guns in this episode there's so many guns like what happened this season right like listen guns are bad yeah I I knew a lot of people in my high school with guns all the time and it was always an ego macho thing yeah but it like they did it, it was a little too many guns for Were there any the guns state in of the se- world There's in season no, one. Uh, maybe Fesco might have a gun. Fesco, but. Is there, did someone? Did anyone die in season? one? I don't remember that. Nobody died. Like, oh no, nobody died. Because like Nate meeting up with Jules, that like had tension yeah. and that was intense, and it didn't need pew 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 to or make when it. Nate mm. went into Maddie's bedroom. Was that like was sitting in, there oh yeah my god that was crazy like, what the i have not stopped thinking about that scene because is- let me fucking tell you i'm not yeah. being dramatic that is exactly how boys were in high oh, school god. they were <laughs> when he's driving and going 140 miles on the fucking road drinking looking at you and staring like that was all the time they are <gasps> reckless they're willing to just die for any cause like they are absolute testosterone monsters and that scene with nate has stayed with me yeah, it because intense. it was uh, so, so shocking yeah holy but shit. so some shit a fucking dramatic ass teen boy would fucking do mm-hmm. to like prove his love and uh, his loyalty yeah. and shit like why are you guys always you get so mad you cry when you're in high school. And then he's like, you know? oh, there was no bullets in the gun. I was just kidding. That part is no. like the saddest part to me where yeah. he like stops at the end. Yeah. Which I didn't believe. I was like, eh, no. cop out. What are some Pussies. moments throughout the season that we haven't touched on that are sort of like iconic? Well, this episode did. I mean, we talked about wanting more from the fight, but it did have Cassie mm. running on stage during the play. <laughs> really funny. We all gasped. We loved it. Uh, it picked up with her being the raptor from Jurassic Park, which I loved looking through the w- the door. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, you had when she was on stage, uh, someone going, that's racist. Oh, yeah. Which and show me your boobs. They had that too, which was very high school. Yeah. I do we want- had. Oh, sorry. I was oh, going to say from the season this year, the like iconic moments you got were. A lot more slow motioned, I feel like. Is it just yeah. me or was like everything in fucking slow motion this year? A lot season? of slow mo. A lot of slow mo. Yeah. Mm. But all all I can think about that we got this year that were like iconic moments was every TikTok sound <laughs> that Sydney Sweeney gave us screaming and yelling and being emotional. It was good for the memes. That's really good meme. It was a good meme season. I'm looking through. I went on Instagram and I I asked people's reactions and burning questions. And I'm happy to say that we've been crushing it. (gasps) We got them all. (laughs) Every single question. How long have we been recording? 47 minutes. Wow. Oh, my Lord. You know, actually, here's one other thing that I wanted to posit. Okay. uh, The show. Our life, obviously. Sorry. Don't even. (laughs) Oh, the show within the show. The show within the show. Our life. Um, so there's many moments throughout our life where we're seeing backstage. Mod Apatow's running around. She's telling people things to do for 10, 15 minutes. 
What's going on on stage? I could, yes. <laughs> Is yes. there are there other You're scenes? You're asking important questions. Are there other scenes with the like you know fucking dollar store rue yeah. <laughs> where she's doing stuff dollar store <laughs> without Lexi? Because I was just like she's backstage for a long time. Like are they just doing set? dressing like are they is it are the lights out and they're just playing music it's a six act play they didn't <laughs> tell you there's six intermissions or something yeah that was fun it was <laughs> un- unbelievable but in that daily mail article it mod apatow did say that that came from how she actually was in her senior spring musical running as a producer and a stage manager that she was like tyrannical and oh yeah like That's ruin people's surprising. lives for wow. her. Okay, I. Year. Uh, God damn it, Sam Levinson. Like, yes, it's cool that you talk to your actors for, for plot suggestions, but that doesn't mean that they get to write the whole show. You are yeah. the writer for a reason. We need you to write this show. Yeah. Don't just ask Maude what she wants to do. But here's my problem with that. He is the son of a very wealthy, famous yeah, director, right? Barry Levinson, his father, uh, Oscar-winning director, directed Rain Man, Good Morning Vietnam. Right. Uh, okay. In, in Incredibly talented man. Like how fucking hard was your life in Orange County slash Malibu? (laughs) Like what kind of thug shit makes you feel validated to write this? Which like addiction can hit any age group demographic, like hundred percent. I believe him on that front, but you can tell that he's not writing these characters like teen girl drama and the girls are having to show up to set and go like, that's not how it would go. For we would sure. do it this way. And the and balls it's of them to write like, teen women, to write teen girls, to write a trans character, to write gay characters, mm-hmm. to write all of these different identities. identities. That's why you cut the one black grief. guy. He was yeah. like, I can't do that one. That's one I can't write. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. Get a fucking writer's room, dude. And I just like, I can't with yeah. the, the whole auteur theory and people that think that their singular unique vision needs no. to go through. Like, And Jeremy O'Harris is a fucking co-producer on it. Wait, Jeremy really? O'Harris, if you don't know, he is the uh, screenwriter, screenwriter yeah. playwright of Slave Play, Slave Play and so many other fantastic... He's incredibly like, talented. Y- yes, like young... That's- with huh. the zeitgeist and like that. I wish that there was more influence of like that's wild because he's incredibly talented as a writer it's surprising yeah. that he's like a part of it mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. say um, uh, it sort of seemed like true detective season two <laughs> where big letdown and oh, big letdown sort of weird so the and, more we're sitting with this the more we're not happy well <laughs> and no, I, 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 I cannot wait for season three I'm gonna watch the fuck out of it because you just brought out yeah. you just dropped true detective season two and that's not a good thing to be compared to well because Here's I think season three is gonna be good I think that yeah. season three will be good I, if Mahershala becomes a high school student I'm fucking on board it's not it, it's the same thing with season detect what the fuck it's the same thing with true detective season two it's not that i didn't love watching every minute of it there were just minutes that i was on my phone and looked up and like the same shot was still Mm -hmm. happening and the same emotion was still happening and then i was really let down by the finale or we were friends but you were my only friend (laughs) whatever that song (laughs) yeah yeah nailed it really nailed that song i didn't know i don't think we've had enough of maggie in this episode Maggie, I told I told you guys I'm like I feel like <laughs> I'm here for the ride. I was not expecting to be on camera today, so I'm just hanging. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine like trying to get in between the three of us talking is like fucking trying to jump into like a double Dutch competition. You're just like, eh, no, no, I'm too scared. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, as soon as the episode ended, Maggie looked at us and went. I already said it. 
Oh. I was like, where'd the story go? Yeah, where, uh, where, where, where'd, the, where'd the story go? Where'd the story <laughs> where, go? Where'd the story, where'd the story go? Oh, here's one thing I was going to uh, also posit. So you know how uh, Zach, what, who's directing? Not Zachary Levi. Uh, uh, Sam Levinson. No, 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 no. The guy who directs Batman vs. Superman. Oh, uh, Zack uh, Snyder. Zack Snyder. So people say that Zack Snyder, the reason his superhero movies don't generally work is because he directs moments, not scenes. Sure. And I actually think that that's pretty apt for this show as well, um. where there's the way it's edited, the way it's done, there's a lot of moments. And some of those moments are fucking incredible. Like the moment where Jules says... You hear Jules's voice while Rue is having that freak out uh, before her parents are trying to send her to rehab or whatever. That's like an amazing moment. But the show has these, like all the play stuff. It was like all of a sudden we're flashing to like earlier that day I visited Dominic Fike and we have this moment where he plays the fucking song. That's not a scene. There's, there's no, no beginning, middle or end. He just plays yeah. a song and then it's over. And I think that that's mm-hmm. like what's so weird about the show and why this season feels like lacking you're so right it it just passes through these weird moments it lets the artistry and like the beautiful the cinematography Mm -hmm. almost take over the direction that the scene goes as well because i keep Mm -hmm. coming back to this statement i've made like three times here which is like this season things just felt longer and like more drawn out and like (laughs) the shots were stylized and and yes beautiful and yes iconic but like also there could have been a couple more passes on the pacing and it seemed like they were like people know that this is a visually interesting show the makeup the 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 lights the color we got to do everything like double <laughs> the fucking intensity this season and it overrode what made this show so good which was like the um the the weight at which we cared about what was happening to these people and i feel like we've ended this season being like yeah minus like Lori maybe killing rue everything kind of <laughs> fell nicely together <laughs> that's a pretty such big a, like such a casual i mean Lori was gonna put rue in a body bag but <laughs> yeah 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 other than that like we got i guess we have to have something for season three yeah well, it's a, it's a great it. it's a great point one that i've felt uh uh infuriatingly maggie has had to watch me uh, like during episodes, go like, and she goes, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, this "I've does never, not- I've never watched Zach become increasingly <laughs> more and more like upset." And I can feel it. I'm like, why are you so mad? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about it? And I, okay, I'm a person that speaks in hyperbole. So yeah. in the office the other day, I told Miles. Zach that was I, screaming. No, you not just me. <laughs> Zach, Zach, was, Zach was, we have like a bullpen where everyone works. Zach was out there ranting and raving about how bad euphoria was. I, I looked at my entire office and I said, <laughs> euphoria is the worst written show on oh, television. Okay. And they now went, you've ah. gone too far. and I'm like, no, no, no. I have to leave. <laughs> and I will not be taking any questions and I left and I had to go. Uh, and that's and the I, kind of office Zach likes I was, to run. I was, I was late to therapy yeah. uh, appropriately. And so I had Wait, to go. I have a question because you know how season one ended and everyone was like yeah. devastated, distraught and then they surprised us by giving those mini episodes of Rue yes. and Jules. That do you think we're going to get any yeah. mm-hmm. like... I, I do. I think we're going to get a 4th of July Our, ta- our Town cast party <laughs> <laughs> special episode That's a good our idea. life Excuse me. oh man our town no oh uh, my god the reason why I say that I said that it was the worst sh- written show on television <laughs> is obviously hyperbole it's not but it's because I expected so much yeah. more and I, I hold it to that standard and this is a show 
where character. I just feel like the season betrayed. There's my word of the day. Betrayed <laughs> what? Betrayed. Who the characters were, and I felt that way the whole season. Like watching Jules make out with Dominic Fike. I'm like, this is fuck. No, yeah. what is this? Mm-hmm. This isn't mm-hmm. who. What? And like, okay, the Cassie thing I could kind of get, but like, I don't know. Just it felt like um, he just kind of picked characters up and and put them other places mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, writing story. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I think you're right, and I wouldn't be surprised if an article comes out before the next season or after the next season that's going to be called the nightmare of Euphoria season two about how oh, things, yeah. things were worse what on happened? set and like is than he, we think. I, yeah. Oh god. Because it just is like it doesn't make sense to me that you could make season one and this could be such a weird like plot full plot lines like Lori's whole character is not brought why back. was she in the show so but that's why it, yeah. why so she's sense. an interesting character terrifyingly performed mm-hmm. i i really enjoyed her i was intrigued by her but now we're done this is a complete work of art right and don't you fucking say no 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 wait for your season three no seasons are a complete unit of storytelling mm-hmm. and stories are what happens when a character moves through the world right it mm-hmm. should be based on who they are as people why was Lori here yeah we what was the to conclusion that to that mm-hmm. she has an amazing voice but that whole scene yeah like almost i wish they had just given us like maybe well, as ruse in the parking lot a fucking suv a, a white yes. unmarked van is driving up or like you know anything yes, there just something. there was no tease of what's mm-hmm. to come yeah. you know she's of she's set up to be a villain that we will remember for the rest of time. Yes. Yeah. We'll put her in the same category as, you know, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so I won't name any other dramatic shows with a surprising villain, but mm. she Agent is, Smith. There you go. From the main Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's seen it. Same thing. But like you really, you, you're fearful of her and every scene with her, everyone was on the edge of their fucking toes and then, yeah, like I keep going back to Faye. Like she was so, she fucking literally now on FBI recording said, no, you said Lori killed Cookie or whatever his name was. What's his oh name? Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, so like, this is this would require some like jumbling, but like it's as simple as in that scene when, when Fezco is mm. about to get raided by the police, you have them say something about Lori and what's Cookie's name? The guy who gets what stabbed the in the neck? Cookie. Oh, that guy? No, Cookie was from season one. And right. season two, his name was Counter or something. <laughs> who cares? I thought it was Mouse. Cabinet. No, no Mouse guy killed. Astray killed Mouse. Oh, my mouse. God. Oh yes. yeah, you're right. when okay, you right. give Season a mouse one. a cookie. All right, so and the guy, then, uh, yeah. whatever, guy number two who gets stabbed in the neck. We don't care what his name is. Let's no, call him no. Cookie. Uh, Counter, if Cookie had just said something, like if he said something like Lori, and he goes like Lori, Lori's after your girl Rue. She's coming to get her, and then he gets stabbed. Like whatever, just something so we know. Like yeah. oh no, this is coming. Right. Uh, Do we then think I- Faye's coming back next season? Because I liked her. Faye is a really interesting character. Why was she I in the show? I, th- I actually think that I she brought. This weird because she was there to sort of befriend Fezco and to like offer some fill in this weird place that was like not sexual, but like it's weird because every drug dealer I know has a bitch that hangs out at their house like that. Where you're just like, Uh, Yeah, who the fuck is this messy (laughs) ass? Like, you get this like messy bitch where you're just like, Where the fuck did she come from? And she ended up playing this like integral part of their relationship and like their house dynamic and Fezco's ability to like 
be a good guy and right. I hope she comes back next I did season. like her. I wanted to know more. And like I would have fucking loved a cold open about her. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god, totally. Yeah. Did you hear the rumor or the story is I don't I think it's true huh. about her first day on set. So yeah. It was they there was a scene where she gets kind of shoved through a, an air vent mm-hmm. and and escapes from the cops and Cookie who we've decided is Cookie uh <laughs> shoves her up there. And originally, Sam Levinson wrote her as naked in that scene. And she was going to be getting shoved naked up into a vent. And I believe her background is porn. So she's like, cool, yeah. seems weird, but whatever, I'll do it. And fuck. Yeah, I, I she, yeah, she's an adult actress. And people think that Sam Levinson cast her because she did euphoria porn. <gasps> and people were like, think that Sam Levinson watched that and then cast well, her. He, I mean, she's got a great look. She's fun. He specifically, Sam Levinson asked her to be in. Before, he cast her casting. in this. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but okay, going back to that, the guy Cookie had to be like, yo, Sam, I think that's kind of weird and unnecessary. Oh. And there were so many I mean, we talked about this before, but like Sydney Sweeney talked about how she was uncomfortable with how many nudity scenes she had to have and had to ask Sam for less. Um uh oh, fucking Sam. what's um the 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 mom's name who was maybe spying on her but maybe oh, Minka Kelly. Kelly. Minka Kelly, her first scene when she ha- asked her, asks her to unzip her dress, mm-hmm. the dress was supposed to oops fall to the ground and they were supposed to be naked together. And she was like, "Yeah, what? no, I'm not. I'm that's not going to happen." See, that's what I'm talking about. He shows up and says this shit and as an actress I'd be like, "No, you idiot, and you can't do this show without me." So we're fucking changing it. And then it gets Yeah. It the other thing work. that came out of that Daily Beast article is that Sam Levinson would come to set without <laughs> shot lists. Which is crazy. Which is so fucking unprofessional and unacceptable. So if you do not know, a shot list is exactly what it sounds like the list of shots that we're going to do that day Mm -hmm. right and that's not just important for the director that's important for every single department it decides the schedule it decides how they light it it decides how (laughs) they they the flow of the day it helps the actors it helps everybody when you do not have a shot list that means that your shoots are going to be endless longer than they need to be you're making it hell for everyone unbelievably unprofessional and like i don't care how fucking quote unquote brilliant you are yeah be a good person and like, be a good person to the people you work with. Oh my god, I'm never gonna get an HBO show. No, but it's crazy that it's like for a show. I don't know if you're shooting like How I Met Your Father. You can probably show. You can probably get by without a shot list, but maybe not even then. This is one of the most complicated shows that is shot currently. Yes, it's so yeah. unbelievably complicated. Every shot is a tracking shot that fucking flies across the room. Yeah, it, unbelievable. <laughs> Well, we kind of have to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I hope- started looking up Chloe Cherry's work, so I kind of fell off there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, we- I had a different tab open for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, we want to know what what you guys thought of the finale. Um, you know, tell and this season, do you think that we're totally crazy? I mean, everyone that follows me, I think, uh, seems to be mad when I suggest that the show isn't perfect. So I would love to hear your thoughts. Get at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you think about this kind of looser, rapid reaction show? Or was it episode? Was it fun? Or yeah. sh- should we never fucking do it again? Tell us. Let us know. <laughs> I had a good time. I had, I had a fun. good time. I mean, it was nice to just kind of. 
Shoot it. I Digest. miss Rick, but I sure do love having Moogs and Miles around. Hey. hey. Big shoes to fill, but thanks We're for like having us. We're like the Astra and Fezco of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who? <laughs> think which one's which? You're Astra? Yeah, I think Maggie's Astra. <laughs> Just kill me now. <laughs> with, the, with the little amount she's spoken this episode. Yeah. Maggie, Maggie's not here to talk much, but when she does, it makes an impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's impactful. Uh, and let's just her. say RIP Astra, you know? Um, RIP. In the little little ashtray in the sky he's an olympian you know that what are you talking about <laughs> i heard that what? that kid is an olympian what are you oh, talking yeah? about Olympic, the what? But what? the, the kid he? ashtray he's an olympian what do you mean he's an olympian i'm pretty sure that let me just google I can't it. wait to hear a sport. ashtray olympian he, well first of all he's in uh umbrella academy Okay. Olympia. Wait, he's a real life boxer. He's a boxer, what? yeah. An Olympic child Olympic no, boxer. No, he's aiming for the Olympics, but he's uh, like that good that yeah. he he's like wow. won a lot of competitions and things. Yeah, he's, a he's a junior a, Olympic boxer. He's a fifteen year old boxing fucking Titan. A junior Olympian. Yeah. So Huh. He's, I he's, fucking love that. He's busy. Walk he away can't with be on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was like, I've got a box, you guys. <laughs> I'm at Cornity on all the things. I'm Kelsey Dare on all the things. I'm Miles Bond on all the things. I'm Maggie Stamonte on all the things. Woo! Yeah. Until next time. Ash, open the door. Ash, oh, open the door. Ash. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> 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 <laughs>